0: by episode podcast review of CBS's action adventure series MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly and I'm Richard Wells and today we'll be tackling season 5 episode 21 Passages. <music> the original air date for this episode was April 30th 1990. It was directed by William Garrity and it was written by John Shepard and Anthony Joseph Rich. Um, Rich is a mostly second unit director and assistant director credits his whole IMDb page. Mm -hmm. Um, For MacGyver? None for MacGyver, actually. Um, And this is his only writing credit. Interesting. So, um, why don't we discuss this episode in brief?
1: Oh, in this episode, while uh, protecting um, a cultural exhibit exchange, MacGyver is seriously injured in an accident and uh, spends his time... In the afterlife.
0: And simultaneously, someone else is injured.
1: Yes, simultaneously, uh, and did we just say? Like, sure. Harry Jackson returns. Uh, we got Harry Jackson, Grandpa Harry. He comes back because he's also in Who the we hospital haven't seen dying. Since what? We haven't seen him since, uh, I mean,
0: he was in a flashback in Runners, but we haven't yeah. seen him in Fresh Material since Phoenix Under Siege. Is that right?
1: It was either Phoenix Under Siege or Friends.
0: Yeah, was that, it was Phoenix Under Siege because that was after Friends. Yeah, that's crazy. It's been a long time.
1: Um, I guess they felt it was unresolved. Yeah, that they hadn't brought him in or brought him up. I mean, maybe.
0: Uh, and maybe people got worried when he inherited a car from Harry and Black Corsage that they were yeah. like, "Wait, is he, He's not he's dead, dead? Is he?" Is he?
1: Um, but I guess um, maybe maybe here uh, uh, you know, John Anderson was just kind of like. Kind of getting old and like yeah. he didn't want to do this so much he's like yeah well i'll come back for one more yeah um but this episode starts which with what i thought was a flashback
0: oh where he's on the lake with a kid yeah
1: i was like oh is this young macgyver because this kid will play young macgyver yeah, he plays <laughs> young
0: macgyver and harry's will later on
1: um spoiler alert yeah um harry died yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so he's he's talking to this kid who I thought was young MacGyver, but it turns out it's just random boy. Um, yeah, he's
0: credited as boy.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah, he is literally boy. Um, Harry's talking to him about teaching how to,
0: how to go to how, how to to fish. Fishing.
1: Yeah, and uh, that his grandson, uh, he taught his grandson how to fish here. And, so you, uh, know
0: you have a picture of him? I yeah, like because <laughs> kids are always asking for pictures of your children. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a thing. And then he shows him a picture of MacGyver, and he's like, oh, he's really old. Yeah.
1: So are you. I meant you
0: look young to have a grandson so old.
1: He's like, "Yeah, you know what? I don't feel old. Except for this heart attack that I'm having right now. Oh, I'm dead. (laughs) Uh, Harry has a heart attack and collapses, and the boy goes for help. And Harry is just, like, clinging to the picture of MacGyver. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, uh, at a museum, MacGyver is fully aware of of the h- harry's condition right and is trying to book a flight to minnesota it
0: looks like they're in the observatory where they just got ingrid back
1: yeah yeah it looks like a very familiar room yeah although it's being lit very poorly yeah um i think just to give you the impression that it's not somewhere you've been before right
0: and they the implication is that we're at some sort of a museum exhibit mm-hmm. and they're in the process of Returning an ancient artifact to the government from which it was taken.
1: Right. Um, because many, many things were taken from Egypt. Yeah. <clears throat> and many, many of them were not given back and right. are still not being given back. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's kind of a, a weird situation. Yeah. Uh, people uh, – it's, it's one of the things I bring up about Indiana Jones a lot is
0: – Where it, it belongs in a museum. In America. In America. <laughs> it's like no, not really. That's no, not fair.
1: Like Dr. Jones, you're taking all these private place artifacts from from these foreign lands. No,
0: it belongs in this temple where you found it. It doesn't no. belong in a museum. Uh,
1: but uh, yeah, so this this sunboat, uh, uh, this Egyptian artifact is being returned to Egypt. Um, and a a cultural minister is there to to take possession. Right. And uh, he's—it's uh, funny because the, the guy who's uh, playing the uh, cultural attaché, his name is Hakim, right? Played by Anthony. I'm going to say Stambouli. Stamboulier. Stamboulier, um, who will also play Hakim, <laughs> right? Um, in Fire and—sorry, uh, in um, Eye of Osiris, right? Um, but uh, he had also been in the episode Fire and Ice. Right. As he was the, the ambassador. Yeah, Volney. Um, uh, so he, he definitely makes his ways. Uh, but I thought it was funny that he was playing Hakim. Uh, is a, he a, not
0: the same Hakim in Eye of Osiris? No, no.
1: It's a different Hakim uh, because this guy's just like um, – he, he's ba- this Hakim in Eye of Osiris is basically the guy that Jafar hires to go into the Cave of Wonders. Oh, <laughs> like, Gazim? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like – he's just like super weaselly and just goes wherever yeah. the money is. It is
0: I, Gazim, the thief. <laughs>
1: uh. So, uh, Hakeem has his entourage uh, of men and while they're kind of examining the sunboat, which is like this golden thing with Anubis and, and Hakeem is explaining like, oh, you know, this is Anubis taking Osiris to the afterlife. And like, he explains like that he's got this necklace with a, basically I would just say it's like a Y symbol, Yeah. um, like a fancy Y, uh, for the people who are listening, you know, so, you know, uh, uh, that it, this is like a symbol about, uh. Uh, of Ka, and uh, about like the afterlife and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, uh, a vehicle uh, parks in the garage, and the guy who's driving it pulls out some gas grenades and a gas mask and starts heading towards the uh, underground tunnels of the museum. Yeah. Which apparently, like, they go through all this security in the museum, and there's just like this back door staircase. Yeah. Much like uh. The the uh, Halloween night's like deadly secret underground layer that yeah. just has and a background. After
0: they untire from the chair, they just walk out of the building. There's just like an exit only door.
1: <laughs> it's like the end of a ride at Disneyland. Yeah, you go through this huge elaborate thing, take the ride, but then really the ride just it just takes you right back out to the street. Yeah, exit through the gift shop. Uh, so while they're kind of like talking about it, the the attacker throws the gas grenades in. Rushes into the room, steals the sunboat. Um, MacGyver had excused himself to go uh, to talk about Harry, to tr- find out more information about what's going on with Harry and right. see if he can get a flight. Uh, Pete even actually promised him uh, a military flight. Right. Which I was also wondering, like, doesn't the Phoenix Foundation probably has a plane on standby? Like You would think. We see him, snow cats. We see him flying in seaplanes all the time. Yeah. Just get him a seaplane. At the sea very plane. least, Jack
0: Dalton could pick him up.
1: Yeah! Where's Jack?
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't even think of that. Um, but MacGyver hears the commotion, rushes over, and uh, chases the the thief outside. Right. Where they have a, a bit of a scuffle. MacGyver's able to rip the gas mask off and identify See his face? Right. So the guy throws him off, like, the third floor of this parking structure. And he lands on top of a
0: car. Yeah.
1: And it's it's a pretty hard landing.
0: But the face that he sees, we've seen before. Because the character playing the, this person, Tariq, here is yeah. Frank Ferrucci, who was previously the major in Blowout. And then he came back to play Armin in Easy Target. So mm. uh, the major in Blowout was the, the leader of the... A gang of terrorists that were trying to get their leader released. Right, and right. And Easy Target, he was the leader of the gang of terrorists who were trying to get their leader released. <laughs> uh, actually, he wasn't the leader in Easy Target, and he ends up getting electrocuted by the leader. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, we cut to, uh, an ambulance driving around. MacGyver's, you know, restrained Nagurney, like, with a neck brace and everything like that. Uh, meanwhile, Hakim is meeting with the thief, Tariq, uh, and...
0: They're in cahoots.
1: Yeah, they're in cahoots. It's it's, it's all set up inside job. Even though they
0: were already giving them the sunboat. Yeah. Just Uh, let the transaction take place and then give it to this guy.
1: Yeah, it's like... I don't understand why this needed to be so elaborate. Yeah. Because if the guy just never intended to return the sunboat, I guess it just looks like maybe he is really a cultural attache, and so he just needed to make it convincing for both sides. I don't know. But, well,
0: it seems silly because later on, like, like, uh, what's his name? Hakim, even, like, insinuates that it could have been his own people later yeah. on. And he doesn't have to do that. He gives that up on for free. Just mm-hmm. like, well, you know, when I think about the fact that this could have been one of our people, it just disturbs me so much. Yeah. Like, why even bring that up? Like, <laughs> that would be the only point of having the guy steal it directly from the museum is so that you guys are in the clear. And yeah, it yeah. not look like you did it.
1: Uh, but he's also upset that uh, that. Ma- At first, I thought he was upset that like that Tariq tried to kill MacGyver. Like he didn't want any killing, but I think that he didn't want any killing just because it draws too much attention. Yeah, too much attention. Not that he's a- not that he's above it.
0: Yeah.
1: So they're going to be shipping out the sunboat tonight, um, and he just basically gives like the MacGyver the uh, the the life cure injection. Right. So that you know cures him of life. Yep. And uh, so he's like to take this and to inject MacGyver at some point in the hospital.
0: Yeah, he's getting the uh, – oh, what's her name? Uh, L-Driver. No. Is it, what is well, – L-Driver L is
1: – Yeah, that's uh, the Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Uh, so at the hospital, uh, we get the doctor who played uh, Sparky and Ma-, Ma Dalton. Right, yes. <laughs> he's up- upgraded from bartender to doctor. Yep.
0: Or he was both the whole time.
1: That's true. He could have been a field medic.
0: He also apparently plays the Christmas tree man from Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: he he tells that uh, MacGyver's in a coma, that there might be some brain damage, but they won't know until that he comes out of it. Uh. As they go into the room to, uh, to kind of take a look at MacGyver and Pete's trying to reach to him, you know, like say MacGyver, you know, you got to pull through,
0: tearing up as Pete often does. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, MacGyver, they open up like MacGyver's eyelids to, to to see if they get any like pupil response. Yeah, and as they do, MacGyver is like fully conscious and aware of his surroundings. Right, and he's trying to talk to Pete, uh, but only can see when they open up his eyelids. Uh, and uh, at the same moment, uh, Hakim and his men come in, and. He's trying to warn Pete that, the, that these are the guys.
0: Yeah. He recognizes
1: Tariq, and he's like, "This is this whole thing was a setup. It was them." Yeah. Uh, and as he's yelling, all of a sudden we get an image of Harry, right? Who's there in the room with him and telling him, uh, "They can't hear you."
0: They can't hear you, bud.
1: Um. And Harry starts to leave, so MacGyver leaps out of bed, and then like just it's like literally leapt out of his own self because he looks back and there's. There he is in the bed, oh, yeah. and everyone's still surrounding him. Uh, Harry starts to leave, and and Harry's so good, and like John John and Anderson is so good at like uh, just giving you looks. And so Harry closes the hospital door to the room on him, and just gives him like a no head shake, like no, and then walks away, like don't follow me, basically, yeah. like. You stay here. This is your this is your deal. Yeah. But uh, MacGyver decides to follow him down this hallway towards the light. Right. And uh and he's suddenly on a pier where there's approaching a
0: approaching a cruise ship.
1: Yeah. And it's like a it's like a vintage style cruise ship. Yeah. Like a but not not something like like the Titanic. Yeah, it's like a super yacht. Yeah, basically. Um and like uh it says the Osiris. On it, right. And uh, passengers You're are
0: sure that this isn't the same Hakim from iOS Iris.
1: <laughs> it is the same Hakim, but it's not the same Hakim.
0: Uh, okay.
1: Uh, Mac sees Harry boarding, uh, and so he tries to get on, but Hakim slash Anubis. It says his name is Anubis. Anubis. Um, he's explaining that uh, MacGyver is dead, and he's in. The neither world. I really... I really have an issue with the word neither world.
0: Nether or neither?
1: Um, it's neither.
0: (laughs) I say nether world because it doesn't have an I in it.
1: Uh, yeah. That probably makes more sense. (laughs) Uh, nether or neither? Neither. Neither.
0: Ned (laughs) Nederlander.
1: He's in the afterlife. Right. Um... And uh, so, meanwhile, at the hospital, in, in reality, uh, Tariq is starting to inject MacGyver with the, uh, the death serum. Yeah. So MacGyver's insisting that he needs to get on the boat, and when they check the registry, of course, he's, he's, not, not, de- on he's not on it, He's not dead. But Anubis is just like, give it a minute, now look. Yeah, check it again. Uh, so as they, as they uh, start checking again... Pete uh, is on the phone with Lieutenant Rome. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, Lieutenant Rome from, from Hearts of Steel. But we never see him. Yeah. He, he, he just mentions the character in, in I passing. I wonder if they
0: shot Blue Kuma's side of this conversation or if they were just like, let's reference a lieutenant that we've dealt with recently.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a cool touch. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, Lieutenant Rome. I know who that is. Yeah. Um, uh, and they suspect that it's an inside job. And this is where we get your that moment of like yeah. – Oh, one of our own people did this. Yeah, um, it's like, yeah. Can we search the consulate?
0: It's like, oh, I'll ask for permission,
1: but uh, but I'm sure it'll be okay. Yeah. And then it and keeps like, so where'd you put the sunboat? Don't worry, I put, I put it, it on your desk. <laughs> I put it in your office. It's like, oh, crap. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, I put it in the most incriminating for you place I could think.
1: In your office, in your safe. Yeah. We couldn't get an airport locker and yeah. put this in yeah. it. Because um, then Viking would steal it. Right. That's going back. The in the back of the yep. locker. I'm going way back from MacGyver references.
0: Countdown. Season 1, episode 14.
1: I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you remember I only numbers. remember
0: the numbers for season 1. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, uh, as the injection starts to take hold, MacGyver, of course, goes into... Uh, uh, tachycardia, I would say, from watching House. Yeah,
0: it's where you throw a text at someone's heart.
1: And uh, and of course, uh, the uh, the doctors rush in, and that's when MacGyver's name appears on the registry. Right. Like, oh yeah, you can get on board. Uh, and I like how obstinate like the uh, the purser is like about. No, he can't get on. His name's not on the You're list. You're not allowed to die. Amnubis. what do you know? hate my job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you ever play Grim Fandango? I have not. It's all about, like, the afterlife in the sense that if you lived a good life, you get to pretty much go right on to heaven. Uh, But if you lived a bad life, it's not a guaranteed trip to hell. You have to go through... uh, A lot of work to get. Well, you you have to go through a life journey. Okay. uh, And you have to, like, wander the land of the dead for a short amount of time and depending on how bad of a person you are or how you changes the length of the trip. Okay. And your character is even in a worse position because you're basically a a salesman trying to get people the best trip out because oh, okay. your life was so bad that you can't even take the journey for yourself. You you, you have, have to help send other people on. Yeah. It. Okay. Uh, and so the, that's
0: what this guy's situation
1: is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this is exactly what he reminded me of. That he, <laughs> he he can't even get on the ship himself. He's, yeah. he's forced to work for Anubis. Yeah,
0: that's what limbo is. You're just, like, processing the passengers on the, yeah. on the, the cruise to heaven. Uh,
1: so uh, so MacGyver's cleared to go up, and uh, so he starts up the little gangway where he finds Harry out on the deck. Right. But of course, Harry is not pleased to see right. him. Right.
0: There's not your time, but Yeah. Uh,
1: he's not quite dead. That it's up to him to fight if he wants to leave. Uh, the believes... governor's
0: weirdly defeatist here. Yeah, horribly uh, the defeatist. The world doesn't need me. Yeah. I'm... What good have I done in the last five seasons?
1: <laughs> which, will, which will equate to years. We'll say yeah. five years. Um, so the uh, second boarding call whistle blows... And Harry informs him that they will be a last call uh, before the ship actually casts off.
0: Yeah. So hang out with us for a while.
1: Yeah. Um, MacGyver says that uh, his parents on board because they, he did get that information that Harry was meeting two other afterlife people on the boat. Right. Uh, and so Mac wants to be able to see his parents first, you know, because he hasn't seen them yeah, obviously in a long time. So, we're cutting. There's like a suspension of time here, where the stuff that's happening in the real world, where MacGyver's trying to be resuscitated, isn't the same amount of time that's happening while he's in the afterlife. Right. Like, so we keep getting like real quick glimpses of them trying to revive MacGyver while he's wandering around the ship with Harry. Yeah. And uh, this is where he meets his parents, and
0: his father here is is uh, Martin Milner from Route 66, who had played. Coach Turk Donner in Thin Ice, yeah, and who I think we even agreed at that time seemed too young to be MacGyver's father.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and still somehow too old to be Harry's son. (laughs) (laughs) But what I took away from this scene is that unfortunately you you continue to age in the afterlife. Yeah, because this guy should have been like twenty five or thirty, right? Mm -hmm. He died when MacGyver was a kid.
1: Yeah. And Ben's mom clearly lived much longer.
0: And they're the same age. Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, so we this is also the first time that we've ever seen MacGyver's mother.
0: But, I mean, if you carry this further and you say they're going to some other land that's like the afterlife, right? So conceivably, MacGyver's, like, great-great-great-grandparents would be there. Mm-hmm. Would they look like... You know, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis as, as like, the oldest possible couple, like, falling apart. Like, if you just continue to age for centuries in the afterlife, like, what do those people look like? Well,
1: I also like to think that this is probably a situation of MacGyver remembering them as—he's seeing them how he remembers them.
0: But he's not, because his dad was 30 years younger when he died. Unless he just remembers him as this coach that he works with, he like <laughs> he's been dead for so long that he conflates the image of his father with this like fatherly coach figure in his life. Well,
1: we've only had like one or two images of MacGyver's father, so I think that that they're hoping audiences have probably forgotten about it.
0: Yeah, but it would be weird if he was like an almost sixty-year-old guy with a six-year-old, seven-year-old kid, well, right?
1: It would be weird, but not unheard of.
0: No, yeah, but that, I mean, he was. He was a young guy when he died.
1: Yes. He was supposed to be. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yes. But this is a very touching reunion. Okay. I'm trying not to sully it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, But like I was saying, this is also the first time that we do get to see MacGyver's mother. Yes. We've never met her before. Right. We've only had the the few times like in um, the GX1 and in Runaways where – Runners, sorry, I always say runaways when I mean runners. Um, (laughs) uh, that they mention like his guilt over not not having been to her funeral. uh, Also, in the Madonna, we also get a little bit of that, too. But, um, so, uh, at the hospital, uh, the doctors are saying like MacGyver's potassium levels are way up and that they don't know why, but he's dying. He's not going to make it out of this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, outside, Hakeem is saying that they're going to search the consulate. Uh, this is bad. So we need it to make it, We need to pull their attention away from the consulate and make it seem like someone else stole it. Right. So they want to kill Pete.
0: Or at least frame Pete.
1: Yeah. Um, so that if Pete disappears, they'll stop searching the consulate because they'll think, oh, it must have been Pete who took it. Yep. Let's stop searching for it and go after Pete.
0: Even though Pete could not have been the person who threw MacGyver off of the building mm because he was in the room with everyone else that was choking on the gas.
1: So uh, back on the ship, MacGyver's parents are like talking about all the things that he had done and how they've been watching him from the afterlife.
0: Including things that happened after his father passed away. Correct.
1: Um, This is always one of those things about the afterlife that really disturbs me. Uh, yeah, of,
0: the uh, fact that you can watch your loved ones.
1: Yeah, like it's it sounds like a really wonderful thing, but
0: until you think about all the things that people do.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, you don't need to see
0: me doing this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I
1: feel a little bit ashamed about this, but it's like everybody poops. <laughs> yeah,
0: you guys could look the other way. Um, like. Or like if you're murdering a person, like because like, Nana didn't have to see me kill this guy.
1: <laughs> well, it's like, when do you tune in? It's just like, there has to be instances of like, I'm oh, going to check in on my son. Oh, crap. He's in the shower. Oh, yeah. I um, didn't. Oh, um, I'm so oops, sorry. Sorry. Like that has to happen. Yeah. If that's, if that's the implication in this afterlife where you just can watch them.
0: Well, I think that's the joy of the afterlife. <laughs> can you only look in on your, on your descendants or can you, you look, look on
1: anybody? Yeah. Uh, so MacGyver feels the need now to to try to alleviate or console himself with his mother about his guilt for not being there for her funeral when she died yeah um
0: and obviously she doesn't care <laughs> yeah she's, she's like th- immediately just says the obvious mom thing that you would have expected her to say which is yeah I know that you love me and that you mm-hmm. would have been there if you could like it didn't Bother me. I knew that you cared, so it's really not a big deal.
1: But her but both his mother and father are just like, Well, we're glad you're coming with us. Like I'm glad, you know, it's you've earned a rest. I'm really
0: glad that you died so young. Yeah. Because we didn't want to wait any longer.
1: Um and uh
0: come close a few times. mm -hmm. (laughs) Shot in the head a few times. Yep,
1: yep. Fallen fallen off of things. Yeah. So, but Harry is just like totally like no, MacGyver shouldn't stay here, um, and uh, he flips MacGyver a coin that has the same Y-shaped symbol of Hakim, right? And uh, he's basically like he wants MacGyver like to, he goes up to one of those like paper use telescopes, and uh, which allows MacGyver to glimpse into the future where Hakim is going to kill Pete, right? And uh, Max says, "Like if no one,
0: so can you see into the future from the afterlife too? I guess not just the present. So as long as you have the money, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As long as you can afford it, one minute, two minutes.
1: Uh, So MacGyver is saying that you know if you don't, uh, Harry is saying to MacGyver, if you don't go back, there'll be no one to protect Pete. Right. Well, well, that'll be great because then Pete and I can hang out.
0: Oh, that's great. He can come over here.
1: Pete's gonna be better off,
0: really." Nobody's waiting for Pete at home.
1: <laughs> He's not good with Pete's, kids.
0: Pete's best friend just died. <laughs> He's going to need someone to console him.
1: He could go to his wife or his son, but his yeah. son's in prison, yeah. and his wife is... Gone. Gone. Just, she's out of there. So, Mac makes the decision to to say goodbye to his parents, and they understand, and so the last whistle blows, and, and they're getting ready to, uh, to pull up the gangway, and as Mac and Harry try to get back, they're immediately stopped by Anubis. who says, no, no, no one gets off the ship. And, um, they decide to lock Harry and MacGyver in the engine room. Right. And, and I love like the, the, again, the Bursar character is like, there's always one on every ship. Like, I don't want to die. Uh,
0: (laughs) how childish impulse.
1: (laughs) It's like, I haven't heard that one a million times. Uh, so uh, they lock him in the engine room, and meanwhile... Uh, uh,
0: I, I remember when this scene was unfolding, I was joking in my head, like, oh, he should do a MacGyverism and break out of this boat, because that's so ridiculous that mm-hmm. this metaphorical passage to the afterlife <laughs> would actually have the props in it that he needs to escape yeah. the room. But no, that's what happens.
1: And also, that this ship uh, functions on real-life physics. Yeah. Um Because what if Anubis just went, like, used a magic spell to keep the door from ever opening? You stay in here. This door will never open again. There's nothing
0: outside this room. Everyone else disappeared. Yeah. Uh, If you can get this door open, you're going to get sucked into a vacuum of
1: space. (laughs) Death for the dead. Uh, So, they're locked in the engine room, and MacGyver, uh, Harry and MacGyver kind of, like, have a moment about talking about, like, them being in tough situations. Yeah. And Harry brings up a time where they got stuck in the mud, and they used the Jeep's uh, wheels as a winch. Right. Which, when I was thinking about, like, wouldn't that just tear the Jeep apart? It seems like it would be <laughs> like, bad for us. Like, if it's putting too much, so much torque on one axle, yeah. like, it's that it's pulling an entire Jeep. I don't know. It just seemed like maybe it would work.
0: It depends but, on the vehicle. Yeah. I think um, Jeeps are pretty much, yeah, like, jeeps indestructible. jeeps are sturdy, yeah. Um, but the way they locked this door was they jammed a fire axe into the wheel that you would spin to lose. Right, the door. so the
1: wheel can't rotate. Yeah, because so the, ax- the
0: problem that they're having is that they can't turn the yeah they can't turn the wheel to get the door open. Yeah, and there's
1: only one door. But they've been
0: locked in a room with a giant axle.
1: Yeah, um, and uh, and so yeah the the uh, propeller shaft is in the room with them because they're in the engine room. By the way, interesting fact: the propeller shaft would never be not spinning. When when a ship, even when a ship is in uh, in port or in dock, yeah, we
0: talked about this. I think in the countdown episode. Yeah,
1: the the propeller shafts are always spinning. They're not spinning slow, but they're always spinning because, because these because
0: they would just be malformed if they ever stopped. They're yeah, too because
1: heavy. yeah, they're they're so heavy and massive that they would sag over time. So by constantly rotating, it at least evens out yeah. the the potential. Which is sag. unfortunate
0: for them because they're gonna have to stop it. Yeah, if they ever want to get this fire hose up. But,
1: yeah, luckily it's already in a stopped position. Yeah. And uh, uh, so they wrap this fire hose around it, which I think that the fire hose would just continue to slip around the propeller.
0: That's true. It would be very well lubricated. Too. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't think that you could actually grip it to the propeller yeah. in any kind of way.
0: But apparently that's what happens here.
1: Yeah. Um, and I also think that the fire hose would give way before the door would... Um, yeah. or
0: well, the door doesn't really give way. It's more the, the axe that
1: gives The axe gives way. But I think it would probably just rip that metal wheel off of the door. Yeah, or probably. Or bend it in such a way. Like I think that there are too many things that went, could have gone wrong with this yeah. whole situation. Um, but luckily, it works out perfectly.
0: Yeah, the it, it, uh, hose is tied around the wheel in such a way that the axle is pulling it counterclockwise to Correct, snap yeah. the... To snap the axe off from the outside. Yeah, because. And he, then they're able to unlock the door.
1: Because he has it fed through like a, a section of pipe that's like at a, So the rope's at like a 90 degree angle. Right, yeah. Instead of just being pulled straight away from the door. Yeah. I still say it would have ripped that wheel right yeah, off the door. Probably. Um, so uh, so now they're back out on the deck and uh, they uh, find like the, the emergency lifeboats, which. <laughs> I was like, wait a yeah. minute, where do you go when the afterlife ship yeah. sinks?
0: Yeah, what's going to happen? Are these people going to drown and go to a new a new afterlife?
1: <laughs> where it's an even different kind of boat.
0: Welcome to heaven too.
1: Um, so, uh, MacGyver is going to be uh, winched down uh, instead of a, a on a lifeboat. They're just using the winch to lower himself down.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and, uh, so as he's going down, like his heartbeat starts to, to kind of go, but Anubis catches Harry in them and just, just immediately just starts retracting the winch.
0: Yeah.
1: So this is actually a really fun scene. I really liked this. That MacGyver starts trying to kick off of the boat to get like enough leverage to yeah. jump off, and each foot plant and jump it corresponds with them with the uh, defibrillator, pumping MacGyver's like heart.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so I really like like, the sound effect of him kicking off a boat with the clear, like, poosh, yeah. sound. Uh, uh, and he... So he jumps off and grabs a hold of the edge of the pier.
0: And he almost loses his grip. Yeah, he He almost, gets down to just his, like, fingernails.
1: Yeah, and then he, you just see his one hand fall, and then Pete catches it. Yeah. It's like, It's oh, a neat man, cut. The yeah, it's, it. it's really good. Uh, uh, MacGyver starts to come out of a his coma. Right. And man, he would be in some serious pain after that many like defibrillations. Yeah. And And having fallen three stories onto the roof of a car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's going to be, he's going to be hurting. Um, but he's, he's too weak to communicate. Um, but he's trying to move his fingers, trying to make, make a shape with his fingers. Right. So Pete very cleverly, like takes like a a surgical tray tray and fills it with like baby powder or something. Talcum powder.
0: So that MacGyver can write out a message in it.
1: Yeah, but he just makes one letter, this letter Y sh- symbol shape. Yeah, and Pete is able to piece together that it must be Hakim who did this. Yeah. Because uh, like he says, he says to MacGyver, are you saying Hakim did this? And MacGyver tries to give him like a thumbs a up, thum- a thumbs yeah. up, uh, and Pete for the first time ever, I think is faster on the draw than anyone else. Yeah. Cause even in like a, cause
0: these other two guys are in here. They're both armed.
1: Yeah. In easy target, when he was supposed to run and grab the gun from that other guy or, yeah. or take, take hostage of one of the other guys, he was just too slow. Yeah. But for the <laughs> first time, Pete is just like whoosh, pulls out his gun before they even get a chance to hold, to, to grab their holsters. Yeah. Um, and he tells like the nurse to, uh, to go get the police. It's yeah. like, um, I think like that if
0: I'm one of those guys, I'd probably pull out my gun and shoot anyway. Cause what better place to get shot than in a hospital? Yeah.
1: And also <laughs> he can't shoot all of you in time for like, yeah, one of you will probably die. Yeah, Maybe like, two.
0: Yeah. It's like best case scenario. I outdraw him and shoot him. Worst case scenario. He shoots me and I'm going to be in one of these hospital beds. in a Yeah.
1: Second. Uh, so, uh, Pete is now, uh, you know, in charge of the situation. And I guess we cut to like uh days later. Right. Because MacGyver is being discharged or at least being taken out for a walk in a wheelchair. Yeah. Because um, they just stop with the wheelchair and talk. So it doesn't seem like if he's being discharged, they would take the wheelchair back. Yeah. Like they would take him out of the hospital in the wheelchair, but then they would have him stand up. Yeah. So, this kind of just seems like he's still in rehabilitation. Um, they talk about uh, Hakim's men just confess to the whole thing. Yep. And uh, they found the sunboat. And Hakim is being. Uh,
0: and there uh, were all these tiny people on it.
1: <laughs> screaming. Great.
0: Oh my god, it's a monster!
1: Uh, Hakim uh, has been declared persona non grata. Right. Um,
0: Which means an ungrateful person. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
1: know what persona non grata means. Well, um, this is a situation when we talk about um, diplomatic immunity. Yeah, how people can get away with just about anything unless they've been declared person persona non grata. Like that's the only way. Like that that means like their could country. Be
0: prosecuted.
1: Well, it means that that they're no longer welcome in this country, oh, okay. even with their immunity. It's like yes, they can't be prosecuted by our laws. But, because they can't come here. Yeah, because yeah, the, uh, so the, the, they're not. They can't stay here anymore. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but Pete does also say that he's gonna face, uh, uh, antique or artifact theft in Egypt, which apparently is very strict. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's death. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's but, what strict means in Egypt. Yeah. Uh, Pete also mentions Harry's funeral that MacGyver missed, but. McGarris and says, he
0: expects MacGyver to be really upset about it because he was so upset about his mother's missing his mother's funeral. Right. But MacGyver's like, "Eh."
1: No, yeah, I think Harry understands. We're fine. Um, I had a maybe a vision or maybe a dream. Yeah. That I said. My I goodbye's.
0: hallucinated that he's fine with it.
1: Yeah. He's not. He's not dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and they have like a quick discussion about. Uh, <laughs> that
0: would have been really funny. It's like. I'm really sorry that uh, you weren't able to pick me up there. Uh, by the way, your, your grandfather pulled through. He's fine. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: then that was just a dream I had.
1: <laughs> I left him for dead in the dream. Uh,
0: or they just cut to, like, Harry, like, hanging off of the pier, like, I'm alive. <laughs> like, he just jumped off after MacGyver. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. is he gonna, is, he is, made is it,
0: that look really easy.
1: Is Harry going to face, like, afterlife charges for trying to escape
0: what are they going to do to him? He's fine.
1: He can spend his afterlife in afterlife jail.
0: Yeah. When but, MacGyver finally does die, like, Harry's the one, like, checking the manifest.
1: Thanks a lot, bud. <laughs> I've been here for 200 years. All
0: I wanted was a home-cooked meal, bud.
1: Uh, Mac and Pete have a, a short discussion about death not being, like, something to fear and something that that's going to come get you, but that it's just, like, another step along your journey.
0: And then Pete's like, wow, I never thought of it that way. It's like, really? Because that's the way that everybody talks about it.
1: Yeah. That, that That's like always the closing montage. Did you not see Star Trek Generations?
0: Yeah. Come
1: on. I do love Malcolm McDowell in that movie. They say, time is the fire in which we burn. <laughs> uh, so, I always remember this episode. I think, because I always really liked the Harry episodes. Yeah. Um, but also, it's certainly one of the more like supernatural.
0: Yeah. Like, after the Madonna, I think it's like the second most. Yeah,
1: so far. yeah. yeah. Um, it's 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 an interesting metaphor for death. Uh, we didn't mention though when he's in the afterlife, it's all like on a near black and white. Yeah. Like it's 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 pretty much black and white, but maybe with just like a slightest hint of color. Yeah,
0: it's just very washed out.
1: Hmm. Uh, and so, like, it's an interesting effect. It's an interesting idea. Um, I think it also was meant to try to give closure to certain parts of MacGyver's life. Yeah. That. Uh, so
0: that we can stop going back and going like, oh, wow, well, you know, I missed my mom's funeral. It's beating me up.
1: Yeah. And also to exit uh, John Anderson. Right. From the series. Yeah. Uh, there's a
0: There's a missed opportunity here that I want to bring up. All right conversation that he has with his parents—they talk about um, the, the, the his mother talks about how crazy he was as a kid, always trying to put things together. How he like I like, stole all of her bed sheets and oh, and like, to make a parachute, to make yeah, a parachute and jump off the roof and all this stuff. And then they mention that the father, who had already passed away at that time, remembers this too. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get into oh yeah, no, I watched I watched over you after I passed away, like I've. I've seen everything you've done for people and all the changes that you've made for the world. I wish that at the end of the episode, when they're getting ready, that MacGyver had busted into his parents' room on the boat and been like, I need your bed bedsheets. Like, <laughs> and then ended up making a parachute to jump off of the boat. Or, or a rope or something dom. like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Like It would have been funny if he was like, Mom, I'm going to need your bed-, bed sheets one more time. Or <laughs> something like that. So that it would have been like... A new event for them to have seen. Because they don't see anything that happens after he leaves yeah. with Harry. Or
1: or that they help him. Yeah, I the fact that's... that they're
0: just sitting in those chairs and they never even get up yeah. when he leaves.
1: Um, because th- they did say their goodbyes, but they don't see him off.
0: Yeah, and like, it would have been fun if they could have been a part of this adventure instead of just Harry, who's yeah. been a part of his adventures already.
1: Like, and, and to show like that his parents are just as cool as he was, yeah. you know? Uh, I don't know, yeah, I agree. I, Even I, if
0: it had just been like his mom just showed up and was like, "Hey, I think you're gonna need these," mm-hmm. like handed him all the bed sheets again.
1: Or the dad like knocks out like Anubis or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just know, punched cool. out a god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think when you punch out a god, uh, you, you you get their power. Yeah. You become the new Anubis.
0: And then you get wings. Is that how it works, or is that? I don't know. So, Anubis Anubis yeah.
1: is, doesn't have wings. He's a dog. Confusing Anubis with Red Bull. He's a jackal. Yeah. So that's passages. Um, like I said, I like this episode just because it's like a crazy, weird journey, uh, kind of. And it's and it, and you know what the best part is? Season finale, not a clip show. That's right.
0: <laughs> Unlike last season, uh, and uh, I think next season.
1: Yeah, it's. We always get a clip show finale, and it was just so so joyous to just have a really crazy, weird episode be this kind of like, maybe they thought the show was ending. Like, like we're going to have a show all about death. Oh, that's
0: true. I didn't even think about that, but it could have been, it could have been, they weren't sure if they were coming back. So mm-hmm. they needed to finish it all off.
1: Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's give the story like a big, huge. I wonder finish. if they
0: had an alternate ending for, if it was the finale and they would just let the guy ever die. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, you know, I would say no, but honestly, a lot of shows, like in the '80s and '90s, had these really hardcore finales. Finales, I I always reference the Quantum Leap season finale, series finale. Is like, oh my god! That's there's there's darker ones than that too. Yeah, Um, or the David the Gnome cartoon uh, that's
0: one of the ones i was thinking
1: about. oh my god that's so David and his
0: wife die in a field and turn into trees and then their <laughs> pet fox comes and cries at their graves
1: it's like what are All you right, doing
0: tune into your next nickelodeon show children
1: <laughs> um the little house on the prairie where they blow up the town <laughs> is that really the finale <laughs> yeah they blow up the town what? <laughs> because, I
0: have never even heard of this. Because
1: some land developer is going to take it. So from they blow them. it up so like, that
0: the developer won't take it?
1: I think they blow They're it up. They're doing
0: half the work for the developer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what I said. Um, but yeah, it's a. This this could not. This could have been a crazy. One of the crazy season finales. It yeah. goes to the afterlife.
0: But it's funny, though, when shows try to. Like the Moesha finale. Like, do you know how the Moesha finale goes? No, no her little brother gets kidnapped.
1: Oh, jeez. And it
0: was a to-be-continued, and they never finished it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, someone gets pregnant, someone gets married, and then someone gets kidnapped in the finale because they were, like, so sure they were coming back or they really wanted to entice it to re up the show. And it was just like, no, that's the end of the show. That kid's gone. (laughs) Uh, It's, like, such a tragic ending for a series that a child is kidnapped and probably murdered. Uh, uh,
1: Farscape, which was a sci-fi series that I really loved, yeah. Um, It only ran four seasons, but they they were, they were promised a fifth. So they ended season four on this crazy cliffhanger in which the two main characters look like they've been killed in a horrific way. Yeah. And it was like, oh, no, this is to be continued. And and then it's just like, yeah, we're not bringing the show back. Yeah. And, and And like the developers were like, well, we wouldn't have ended it there if you would have told us. Yeah. Um, And so there was this huge campaign, including one led by Richard Dean Anderson, because Stargate was running at the same time. Yeah. Um, He was just like, hey, that's not cool, man. (laughs) Uh, uh, And so luckily Farscape got a uh, like a like a three hour miniseries to uh, to finish up the show. Uh, But, yeah, I remember watching the last episode of Farscape and then finding out that that wasn't coming back. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, you can't do that to me."
0: Um, what is, I want to say it was called like Sledgehammer or something like that. There was some show that took place in uh, in San Francisco, and this season or this season finale, they were pretty sure it was going to be the end of the show, and so the the last episode of the show, um, they nuked San Francisco. <laughs> And killed everyone on the show. But then the show got renewed. (laughs) So in the finale, everybody died, but then the show got renewed, so they brought it back as, like, a prequel, like, five years earlier. Um, I can't can't even remember. I think it was called Sledgehammer. Now,
1: Why would you even agree to the renewal? It's just like...
0: Because ABC intended to cancel the series, the last episode of the first season ends with Hammer accidentally destroying the city when he attempts to disarm a stolen nuclear warhead. Just before the explosion, Hammer embarks on his infamous catchphrase, trust me. The last scene shows the 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 beneath-the-planet-of-the-apes-style ruins of the city with Trunks' voice screaming, Hammer! And the graphic flashed to be continued next season. But the episode got such good ratings in large part because the network had moved the show to a better time slot, that ABC changed its mind and renewed the show for a second season. So, so this is a comedy? It's a comedy series, okay, but they yeah. nuked the whole town and killed all the main characters. So the second season um, explained that, it, that the following episodes were set five years earlier from the explosion. Um, yeah. But <laughs> that's another crazy example of a finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it ended up not being the finale. But, um, yeah, so that's it for uh, Season 5.
1: Yeah, yeah, Season 5 in the, in the can.
0: Yeah. Um, if you have any thoughts you'd like to share on this one, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast or our website, PhoenixFoundationPodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Uh, tune in next week. We're going to start Season 6 yeah. with Tough Boys. tough Boys. Tough Boys. Thank you Thanks.